0: Good debt's not a bad thing.
1: Bad debt's a bad
0: The bad average thing. Bad American's
1: thing. got... Bad debt's a bad thing. The average mm. American's got If it's this. on your credit card, it's bad debt. Just get that out there. That depends what the interest well, rate is. if you is. pay it... If, if you it's pay 17%, it, 17.9%, it that's bad, bad debt. if you pay it. for it every month.
0: 20.99. 20.99.
1: The average American has this sign on their back that says, I owe, I owe, so off to work I go.
0: And that's the American way. I used to have the sign like that. Really? <laughs> really? And I got rid of
1: it. <laughs> yeah, because you
0: just stay home now. Yeah, exactly.
1: I owe, I owe. So at home I sit. I'm Owen. You're Owen. Off to work I'm going. In crisis and economic depression, small business owners often struggle with making sales and keeping the loyalty of their people, because if you ain't selling, it's hard to pay the bills. On the Ethical Sales Podcast, you will learn new ways to selling ethically and communicating with your people to create more loyalty and getting out of the rut of stress and frustration. When there is plenty of sales, there should be plenty of profits to keep things flowing smoothly, and everybody be happy, happy, happy. All right, guys, today we want to talk about taking responsibility for bad workmanship, or maybe when you have problems that arise, how do you take care of those problems? And do those problems create opportunity, or do they? are they just bad? Do they cut off opportunity,
0: future opportunity? What do you think? Well, the goal is to avoid angry customers. Mm-hmm. If you do good work, that's one way to avoid an angry customer. That's right. If you mess up, somebody else messes up on your team. You might have an upset customer, but what do you need to do in that situation?
1: I used to think, like early on in our business, I worked really hard to not make any mistakes. And the truth is we all make mistakes. It's not, you know, if you're a roofer, it's not whether you're ever going to have a leak or not. It's when it's going to happen, and then it's how you're going to take care of that. One of the first years, probably the second, maybe third year we were in business, We had landed a customer that is um one of the wealthiest guys in um in erie county pennsylvania in my mind i thought to myself man this is this guy is like so important we can't make any mistakes and he had bought the airport he had bought a private airport he had a big hangar at the airport and we went in and did that hangar for him did the metal restoration system on it and when it was done We were completely done on the job the next morning at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. My phone was ringing, and I saw it was Walt. He still owed us money, but I didn't expect that he's calling me at 7 in the morning saying, hey, come pick up your check. You know, I was just like, "Uh uh-oh, what's wrong? I answer, and he goes, hey, we got like five leaks in this roof. I thought you guys were done, and it was raining that morning. And we had gotten done on the job probably 4 o'clock the day before, and at like midnight it started raining. I said, "Hey, I don't know. I mean, that it was drying really well when we left." Um, I said, "I'll be right up, and we'll take a look at it." And it was a super simple problem, but I remember like that hour and a half drive. You know, I hadn't dealt with a lot of problems at that time in my business, and it was just like, "Oh man, he's probably never going to give us another roof again." That's what I thought. And we went up. I took care of the problem. It was a very simple fix. I mean, we had we instead of using quick caulk for you roofers, you'll understand this to to. Um, Um, seal in a couple fasteners that were literally bolts through this metal. We had just sprayed coatings on it, a little bit heavy, and the rain had opened a couple spots because it wasn't completely cured right there. The rest of the roof was completely cured. And it was literally a super simple fix with a paintbrush and some quick caulk and some top coat. And I walked into his office after I had it fixed, and I said, I apologize, like, I'm really sorry. He he looks at me and just kind of grins, and he's like, dude, I've never had service like this from a roofer. He said, I've always you know, he said, when I called you, I expected it's going to be a couple of days before you're going to show up because that's how I'm always treated by roofers. And he was like, you're here right away. He said, not only do you have an exceptional product, I like your system, but he said, you guys a service. Like I've never gotten served like this. And he says, Hey, while you're here, he said, I have another problem on another building of ours. Can you go look at this other building? And before I left, he gave me another, I think it was like $25,000 patch job that he gave. He, he cut me a check right there. And, and it learned me a very valuable lesson that um, it's not whether you're going to make mistakes because we all are going to make mistakes, but it's how you recover, how you treat those problems, how urgent are you taking care of those customers and serving them. We're talking about bad work and it sounds like you're going up there and slopping something down and not doing a good job. And a lot of times it's not, you did good work, mm-hmm. you, you're close, but somewhere something slipped by and you have this leak that was not expected. Um, that's a more common scenario than going up on projects that the workmanship is just bad. Yeah. We've run into scenarios where you want to look at the guy or look at somebody and go, I don't even know how you can make it look like this. You know, Mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, guys trying to paint something and get more product down than you're getting trying to coat it, you know, you know, more times than not it's so it's small and you know, your customer is at the place where it could escalate from there or you can handle it. Right, promptly, take care of it. Apologize, take full responsibility. Show him you're a man. Mm-hmm. It's fine. owe up to it. Try. Don't try to be perfect. Just say, hey, we're not perfect. We do the best we know how. We do the best we can. Sometimes we make mistakes. We apologize. We move on. Maybe do something for him. Maybe take him a gift card, or maybe take him something. Say, here. Apologize, man. Take your wife out for dinner tonight. Here's a gift card to, you know, who knows where just little things that you can go above and beyond that that takes those things and turns them into opportunities for them to go you know this this company is different because those are opportunities leaks are opportunities i can tell you that of all the customers that we have ever had our number one problem roof that we had the number one problem roof got us more leads than the roofs that we've never had any issues with because we can't went back and we had a good relationship with this person even though we had some issues that we fixed and took care of and no big deal. But because we serviced him and showed up, shook hands and Apolo- spoke and had apologized. a relationship and apologized and whatever, he referred us a bunch Yep, because we were on his mind and we tried to do the right thing. Now, if you're going to run from your problems, they're just going to get worse. If you're not going to answer the phone because you're afraid it's a leak, it's just going to get worse. It's What's worse than a leak is a leak and you not answering your phone yep. or a leak and you not showing up to take care of it. Just look at it as opportunities. Yep. You know, You get a phone call, you might not say yay, but you know what? Try to make it as positive as you can. Hey, yay, I got a leak. It's an opportunity for me to go show this customer my service. While I'm here anyway, do you have anything else you want us to look at? (laughs) You know, so turn them into opportunities because you can, you can, you know, you can, you definitely can. You can use them to advantage. Run into your problems rather than running away from them. And in that way, you can keep a happy customer. And that's that's it. That's That's the end of this
0: podcast. And that is. And that's a wrap. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Is it your story? Hey, 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 before you leave, let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled with knowing how to open a conversation? Have you ever struggled with knowing how to close the sale? Elias Rayburn and his twin brother, Matt, put together a small booklet titled Simplify the Sale. That teaches you how to open conversations and how to close a sale. You can download your copy for free at smarterrooper.com forward slash simplify. Again, download your copy for free at smarterrooper.com forward slash simplify.